Welcome back to the Derek and Eric show after our brief hiatus. We are and back. You, well, you know, it's the summer and we have stuff going on, people traveling. Yeah, and I wanted to escape to a place where there was no cell service for a weekend. And boy, howdy, was it he, fun. He pulled an Aaron Rodgers. I did do I went to the darkness. You pooped in the dark. And I sat in the darkness and I thought, I thought psychedelics are what what we need to be investing in (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean it's been kind of quiet but not really i mean there's been some stuff that's been going on i guess rocky still suck i mean yes but that's not the biggest news derek the biggest news is tay tay swizzles in town yes yesterday and today she is in town and she's just rich best gonna be rich <laughs> i and mean the best as we were saying offline i just telling eric she will be the first musician ever to make a billion dollars on one tour and i'm like wow if you don't put taylor swift music in the intro derek i'm suing you billion not million <laughs> bill- i mean well i might have to she's honestly kind of changed the music industry though man she's she's Hey! <laughs> all right, Sorry, real, I slipped out, but she is. All right, real, real quick. Um, I got it out of the way early for us. No, real quick. You have a favorite song by her, Eric? Let's hear Sparks it. Sparks Fly. Okay. I have. You want mine? Do you see is. how fast that answer was? <laughs> you want mine? Is I'd say it's Sparks Fly or Betty. Betty's one of her newer ones. I like Blank Space. That's cool. good. That's that's a damn that's a damn good one. That's that's cool one. Anyways, Tia dropped some of my guitars pretty pretty good. Oh yeah, too. I almost oh, yeah. swore again too. Oh yeah, <laughs> Taylor Swift well, gets me got... riled up. <laughs> some T swizzle. T swizzle gets me going. Yeah, you need inheritance money to go see her though. Good God. <laughs> Be like, hey, uh, mom, dad, can I get some inheritance money for you? What for? So I can go see Taylor Swift. <laughs> Now, you know what I'll do, Derek? I'll show up to her concert, get up on stage, and be like, hey, Taylor, I'm hot. You're hot. Let's get a pop. And you'll never see me again. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> like, uh, who are you? <laughs> and you'll be like, you know who I am. Eric, if you ever landed with Taylor Swift <laughs> and I never saw you again, good for you, buddy. Good for you. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> it's good for you, man. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what we're going to talk about today is how Taylor Swift influences baseball. How Taylor Swift? No, I'm just kidding. We're gonna talk about. Well, she uh, kind of did with this series <laughs> in town. I'll I'll talk about that. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about the MLB update. We'll talk Rockies. They have a three game set with the New York Yankees. Fan favorites. For everybody's favorite, and then they cup. They play the Houston Astros. Not least, everyone's favorite. I don't like them. Never have. I never will. New York Yankees. Yeah. Uh, Elias Diaz did something special in a Rockies uniform, which is why he'll be traded. Um, and then we're going to talk, should the Angels trade Shohei Otani? Then we're going to lean into some NBA stuff. And the only thing I want to talk about is LeBron James needs to go away. And his glasses, real quick, he wore at the ESPYs. He looked like Dr. Otto Octavius By the way, Spider-Man. What's douchier? Wearing your sunglasses inside? Or wearing a suit jacket without a shirt. Glasses. LeBron inside. James has done both. Glasses inside is pretty bad because I have actually have gone out 
to certain places or I've gone to concerts, indoor concerts, people are wearing glasses. I'm like, what are you doing? It's it's really dumb. Don't I don't understand. Although it. to be fair with the suit jacket with no shirt, if I had abs, I would wear I mean, yeah, a suit you, jacket with I'd be I'd be hosting open houses with no damn shirt on. Yeah, you want, you want to be flaunt your <laughs> Like, hey, you want to buy this? Hey, you want to buy this house? <laughs> uh then we're gonna hit stats of the week. And then the last two segments will be NHL, what the Avs did in free agency, and what they are going to continue to do. Hint and nudge, nudge. Let's go Avs. And then we'll finish it up with some NFL talk, specifically about the new show Quarterbacks on and Netflix. Phil- and Philip Rivers. Some news about him. Yeah, good old Catholic Philip Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And who Rockies. Derek yes. hosted. The Yankees last night. But first, I want to talk about Elias Diaz. Yeah, in the All-Star game. How about that? Hits a two-run homer. It's a two-run homer to put them up three to two. And for the and for the first time since what was it, 2012, mm-hmm. the National League beat the American League. Yeah, the which game. 11 freaking years ago. How about that? And they finally beat them. But yeah, Elias Diaz became the first Rockies player ever to win a uh, MVP award in the All-Star game. Yeah. And do you think he will be traded, as you were saying? I mean... They should have... What was the guy? Uh, Crone. They should have traded last year when CJ he was CJ Crone, yeah. And he spent yeah. all this season on the injured list, and now he's not... Now he's just going to be a free agent at the end of the year. So, hey, mm-hmm. congratulations, Rockies. You know but, how to... Here's the thing the Rockies need to do. What's that? Nolan Jones mm. is going to be this future's cornerstone. It's looking and like it. He, it's not that he is going to. He needs to be. Mm-hmm. He hit a home run 470 feet last night. He, he, uh, he demolished it. When I saw the highlight, I was just like, damn. Sent that thing into orbit. He's a 25-year-old. He's six foot four, 195. He can play first, he can play third, and he can play the outfield. That's a tall, lanky dude. That is a tall, lanky dude who cracks home runs. And this season he's batting 293 with 15 RBIs, six home runs. Pretty good. And 123 at bats. He hasn't been up with the team the whole year. And his on-base percentage is 379. His OPS is 883. Not bad. Not bad. It's better than a whole team. What's that? That's it is great. Now, the other player on their team, Ezekiel Tovar, mm. if you ask Jeff Houston on the broadcast, is far and away the front runner for rookie of the year and he's not going to win it oh dear god no stop it because he's he's played exceptionally well the last month like very very well 45 rbis 260 average nine home runs 80 hits and 308 at bats great damn he's not going to win rookie of the year because it's the rockies yeah because we're a they've won 35 games this year yeah we're however many we're an irrelevant team and we're just, yeah. Well, like I said, we're the third worst. We're the third worst team in baseball right now. So yeah. 
that's why he's not going to win it. Now, what I'm getting at is they've got they've got players who should not be playing on this team right now, as in Jerickson Profar, CJ Crone, mm-hmm. Randall Grichik. Even though I really like Randall Grichik. And Chris Bryant. Oh God. Yeah. $150 million man. I'm going to add somebody else on this list and it might surprise you. Who's that? Their biggest trade chip right now is Ryan McMahon. Yeah. Get value. You're not going to do anything this year. You're not going to do anything next year. You're not going to do anything the year after that. You're not going to do what anything for a McMahon while. What is Ryan on your roster going to do to help you? Win a game or two. Oh, boy. For Out of 162 games. <laughs> That's all he's going to do. You need opinion. to give Nolan Jones, Ezekiel Tovar, uh, Brenton Doyle. You need to give these guys playing time. Yeah, like what, what do you have to lose? Nothing. You suck. Yeah. And Elias Diaz probably has their biggest trade bargaining chip right now because of what he did in the all-star game and what he's doing this season, batting 300. Yeah. And it's hard to find a catcher that can do that. But like they, they've got to just roll with this young talent. And it's, it really doesn't help that Kyle Freeland is now hurt because I thought he was going to be their biggest trade chip, but he's on the 15 day IL. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Antonio Sensatello hasn't been Sensatello, excuse me, hasn't been healthy for them in years. Yeah, he sucks, anyways. Uh, their bullpen's injured. Brad Hand, Pierce Johnson, Daniel Bard should not be on the this team at the end of the year. You've got to get prospects, and the thing with the Rockies is they can develop hitters. Oh, they, look what they've done in the past: Matt Holiday, Carlos Gonzalez, Nolan Arenado, Charlie Blackman. I mean. Troy Tolowitzki, Trevor Story. I mean, look at all those players I just listed. They developed. They developed all of them. They developed all of them, and then yeah, it's like and, and like look at him now. Tovar, mm-hmm. Raken, Nolan Jones, Raken, or even Ryan McMahon. They developed this, him. This ballpark can develop hitters. What they can. you need to develop are pitchers, and this yeah. front yes. office and coaching staff for generations. Oh God, man! Has not been able to since 1993. Let me ask you something real quick. Can can you win a championship with a bad owner? Yes. You think? Yes. Let me ask you this: Do you think Jerry Jones is a bad owner? Yeah. Well, I mean, he won it in the past. Because he had Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin and everything. But I mean, right now, I think Jerry Jones is not a good owner because he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, because he wants to win it and he wants to have the credit for it. Yeah. But like, I, and I think honestly, Jerry Jones, if he keeps building this team up that he's got, he could do it. I just hope they don't because it's the Cowboys. And I, the Rockies have a bad owner. There's no doubt about that. Without a doubt, a bad owner. I don't think it's because he doesn't care about winning like you seem to and everybody else seems to. I just don't think he knows what he's doing running a baseball team. No, I don't think he does. He's putting people in place 
who don't make good decisions. And the last one he did was Jeff Breidich. And then it all fell apart because the money they spent didn't work. Yep. And then he had it out with Nolan Arenado and he had no choice but to trade Nolan. And then he got fired for it. That's what happened. And Jeff Breidich was, he let, he and Bud Black led the Rockies to like three straight playoff seasons. They did. They were good. They, they, they didn't have the pieces to get over the top. And that's what Nolan was pissed about. But he was successful. And then they bring in a guy. I don't even know who the Rockies GM is now. Oh, like, I, I have no idea either. Let I couldn't see. pick him out of a lineup. <laughs> I think it's safe to say, yeah. I was like, I have no idea either. But do you know who the Rockies GM was before Brightish? Mm-mm. A crappy GM by the name of Dan O'Dowd. And he thought he was so clever, and every year it just fell apart on him. Because the Rockies have the manager in place to win. Bud Black is a phenomenal manager. Do you know who his three healthy starting pitchers are right now? Who's that? Austin oh. Gomber, Connor uh- Seabold, and Chase Anderson. So Bill Schmidt is his name, Eric. He is the general manager of the Rockies right now. He was hired October 2nd, 2021. Congratulations. You hired a GM with a boring name. <laughs> here's here's the he, starting pitcher so far for the Rockies that are healthy. Austin Gombrey's eight and seven with a 619 earn run average. Uh, he averages 1.5 walks and hits per inning. Oh, the so next one, Connor Siebold. He's, he's on one and six with a six six five earn run average, with a walk hit of one point five one. Seventy innings pitched. Oh my God! Case Anderson is zero and four with a six eight nine earn run average with one five five walks per hit walks and hit per inning average. Oh. Kyle Freeland is their best pitcher, and he just went on the 15-day IL before the All-Star break. And he's 4-10, and 10 and he's their best pitcher. He's 4-10 and because he, he can't get any run support. 1-4-10. and 4-10 and and with a 4-7-2. They only have one pitcher, Eric, with a winning record. Austin Gomber. Yeah. 8-7. and seven. Everyone else has a losing record. <laughs> I... They've got to get somebody in the front office who knows how to get talent and Mm -hmm. put a team together. And it's not going to be Bill. I'm going to sound like a little, it's not going to be Schmitty. No, it's not going to be him. Look at the Diamondbacks. Oh, here we go. And like, I'm going to sound like a homer, but they had Paul Goldschmidt for years. And they were winning, winning, winning. And then for like three straight years, they didn't. And they traded him. They broke my heart and traded him. But what did they get in return for that? But but now look at him. Do you know who they got in return for that? Mm -mm. Zach Gallen. Who is a Cy Young candidate. 52 and 40 currently. Behind the Dodgers. And and the Rockies made a decision to trade Nolan Arenado. You know what they got? Nothing. Minus 50 million in the bank in Austin Gomber. Yay. 
And now the Cardinals are trash too, but 38 and 452. Yes. The, uh, they need leadership in that front office. They, you know what they need? They need Billy Bean. Eric, they need a lot. And <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I mean, until the Momfords uh, step down or sell the team, which I do not see happening anytime in the future. Uh, this team, I just don't think will be good. No, that's that's just my opinion, and it's just, um, I know someone. Oh, do you? Well, I yes, the sister of the Mumfords, Kay Mumford, is her name, mm-hmm. and she has even said it herself that her brothers do not plan to sell the team anytime soon. So there you go. Yeah, because it like again. It brings them money. And I, like from what I've heard, they really don't care. Like, like, look at this weekend. Every game this weekend against the Yankees, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday matchup against the Yankees, brilliant to have it on a weekend. And they're all going to be sold out. Dude, if it was a weekday, it would be sold out. Oh, it would. But you have nice weather and a popular, one of the pop, most popular teams in the league are in town. I mean, come on. Like you said last night, they hit a home run. It sounded like a home game for the Yankees. Yeah, Stanton hit a two-run home run, which was the only run they scored. Runs they scored, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a two-run home run in the first, and it sounded like yeah, like the Yankees, the, the Rockies were in New York. <laughs> it's kind of sad, but, but I mean, if you if you looked at the pictures and video of all last night, all you saw was NY like jerseys everywhere yeah. or hats. A friend of mine is a huge Yankees. The reason why I became a Diamondbacks fan is because of her, by the way. Um, I should a reason, but stupid, uh, stupid hey. Yankees. But and the Yankees aren't even that good this year. No, they're not. They're barely hanging on above. Or actually, that whole division. Have... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was saying that whole division is just ridiculous this year. Tampa fifty-eight and thirty-five, Baltimore fifty-five and thirty-five. Where the how about that come from? How about that? I know. And they're one and a half back at Tampa. Toronto's fifty-one and forty-one. They're six and a half back. Boston's forty-nine and forty-three, eight and a half back. The Yankees are in last place at forty-nine and forty-three, eight and a half back. And they just lost the Rockies. I'm telling you, if the Rockies beat them like two out of the three games this series, I'm gonna laugh. And it could happen. Well, as of right now, the the Yankees and Red Sox are out of the wild card spot because Houston is nestled in between Baltimore and Toronto. Stupid Astros. Yeah, we don't need to get into that, though. No. Uh, but, let's see. Who are the starting pitchers tonight? Well, with the game last night, let's go back to that real oh, fast. Oh, yes. The one last night, yeah. Seven to two. Randall Gritchick hit his first home run of the year. Mm-hmm. It was a is a three run home run. No, I'm sorry. That was that was um. No, no, it was Gritchick. It was Gritchick. Gritchick, yeah, 431 homer, fourth yep. inning, put him up four to two. And then uh, Chris Bryant hit his seventh. I'm sorry, that was Gritchick's fifth home run. I was thinking Brenton Doyle hit the home run. Um, Chris Bryant hit his seventh. And then Nolan Jones, as we said, crushed a demolished it to put demolished the baseball to put it up seven two. And despite what we're talking about, the Rockies won seven to two. But they still suck. Would it surprise you if the Rockies took two out of three from the Yankees? 
No, because this is just what they do. Yeah, they'll take they two show or three up. from the Yankees, then the Dodgers come to town and sweep them. Yeah, like they'll, they'll do good against one team. Look at the Angels. Get demolished in one game, win the series. I mean, this is just what they do. They'll occasionally show up and be like, oh, okay, let's let's play this series, and the next series against the team, oh, let's take this series off. Or or, or like a crap <laughs> a crap team comes, comes to town, like the Nationals, and they, t- they sweep them. Yep. And it's just like they sweep the Rockies, and you're like, what the hell? But yes, the game tonight. You got, hey, there's a Schmidt on the mound. There is a Schmidt on the mound for the Yankees against Connor Siebold. Oh, one and six, six point six five ERA, as you said. Oh, yeah. Um, I think the to- Yankees are gonna pound Connor Siebold into dust. Probably, but to put this in perspective, Eric, looking at it right now, rooftop tickets for the Rockies game go for $60, and after taxes and everything, it's around 100 bucks. So put this in perspective. You could buy 10 rooftop tickets to go to the Rockies game for one price ticket that it t- costs to go to the Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> and you know what I'm doing? I'm going to T-Swizzle. <laughs> By myself, you can buy ten. You can buy three teams. You can buy ten tickets to a Rockies game for the price of one ticket to a concert. How about that? Hey, but last night was the first time a good old friend DJ LeMahieu was back in town. Yeah, another huge mistake that they made: <laughs> letting him go and then signing Let Ass. Well, see, that's the Mets. That's like so going back to that conversation. That's the stuff the Rockies made choices on that were bad. Letting DJ LeMayhew go because the Yankees offered him two years, 24 million. What we offered. And then they go around and give Daniel Murphy Murphy at the back end of his career two years, 24 million to play the position that LeMayhew did. And LeMayhew was like, Five years, six years younger. Yeah. And Daniel Murphy r- literally ran around the bases like lead was in his ass every game. That guy could not run. And Daniel so Murphy's slow. out of the league. Yep. And DJ LeMahieu is still just crushing it. Another, There's another play you can add to the list they developed. DJ. DJ. I just, you know, some of these decisions they've made, Eric, they're, just, they're dumb. They're really dumb. Now, LeMahieu right now, do you know he's 35 years old? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, I did. I, I, I knew he wasn't. He wasn't on the he's, young he's side. He's not having a good season this year. 224 average, 63 hits, and 281 at-bats. That's it? No That's RBI, it. no homers? 27 RBIs, 7 home runs. Mm, okay. But that's not good. That's not a good hitting percentage, though. No. But, look, the Rockies have some decisions to make, and they need to make – they have two weeks. The trade deadline is end of July. I think it's August 1st. It is. They've got some decisions to make. They've got to get assets to rebuild this team. Do it. Do it. Trade both. Bofa. Bofa. Uh, (laughs) Diaz and – 
you know, if Freeland comes back, you know, maybe try and get some value for him. Do something. Do something. Like you said, you're the third worst team in the league. What do you have to lose? Jack squat. Speaking of having nothing to lose, let's move it on to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, oh, who used oh, to be the California God. Angels. You remember that time in the early 90s? I do remember. Yeah, because you were, what, 35 then? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm 35 now, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, they have a huge, huge decision to make. Yes, yes. So they have to decide whether or not they are going to be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline. You want to talk about assets. They trade this guy. You better get a whole truckload of assets for this guy. Because he's the, Yeah, go ahead. He's the, no, he's the best player in the, in the league right now. Yeah. So Shohei Otani, he's famous Japanese pitcher for being a giant human being who can pitch and is an ace, like number one in your rotation pitcher. Yes. Also, he can rake he's gonna hit 50 home runs this year mm. so he'll play dh for you and he'll pitch here's the thing the angels currently have the two best players in baseball arguably shohei and mike trout in pivotal games before the all-star break they were one and eight in their last nine and mm. then they just lost coming back off the all-star break to Houston. So they have dropped to eight games back of first place behind the Texas Rangers, Houston Astros, and Seattle Mariners, and are 45 and 47. Otani currently 32 home runs, 71 RBI, and he's batting three <laughs> And that's just his hitting. Because pitching stats. Pitching just through the roof. Uh yeah. Seven and five. Uh ERA 3.50. He has 139 strikeouts. And has only allowed 41 earned runs. I mean, that's pretty good, Eric. Yeah, his last seven games haven't been great. He's two and four with a four, four, six earned run average, but you know he's gonna turn it around. But, I mean, it doesn't help when you don't have a good team around you. Correct. He's, <laughs> he's 29 years old. Came and he's going to He's going to be a rich man wherever he goes. He's, he's probably going to command two salaries for two different positions, basically. Mm-hmm. The Angels, they do the stupid thing the Rockies did. You know who the highest paid player on their team is? The Angels? The often injured... Anthony Rendon, not even Mike Trout, who's top five, and not Shohei Otani, who's the number one player in the league. That's how bad their front office decision making. Yeah, Anthony Rendon, a guy who had one magical postseason run with the Nationals, and he's done nothing since then. Nothing. He did nothing before. He's done nothing since. Yep. They've got to trade him. Do it. You've got to trade Shohei Otani to get some assets. It, now, the thing what do you baseball, what do you command for him though? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I want a name. I want a name in your stadium. Yeah. <laughs> I want three billion dollars from your pocket right now for that guy. 
I mean, seriously, like, though, you've got to go to a team who like calls you like you put it out there. I'm trading Shohei. I'm, he's on the table. What's your offer? If they come back and they don't have your top 15 prospects in the bag ready to go to trade to you. Mm. Like, you know, I'm exaggerating, but that's what you're going to get. Because baseball, they don't trade picks because that doesn't really matter. No. What matters is the, the prospects. Like instead, yep. of like, instead of football where there's seven rounds, you know, and you, you know, you got like your, your first, you know, picks in those rounds. Baseball's got like 20 rounds. Yeah. 20 rounds uh, of the draft. And like it's, and football, there's 53 people that make a roster. So you pick seven rookies or 10 rookies. Mm. seven of them are going to make your team mm-hmm. it, you know that's just how it goes in baseball you draft 20 players you're lucky if five of them make your roster most yeah. likely most likely one or two of those are going to make your roster in the next and it takes them years because you draft them out of college and high school and they so yeah they gotta like go to the development they're, league they're usually 17 to 22 years and they have that exactly they have to go through a ball single a double a triple a to make it to the roster yep so if you trade Otani, it's a crapshoot, but that's it why is. you trade for, you know, this is our top player in this pro our, like our top five players in our prospects, you know, or whatever. They don't trade for picks because mm-hmm. they want guarantees. It's hard to get those in baseball, especially with picks. So they trade, mm-hmm. play, they trade for players. And with no salary cap too. I mean, that helps. Look at the Padres. Well, it doesn't help the Padres. They are currently ah, they're trash. forty-four and forty-seven. Ah. <laughs> so, uh, if I'm the Angels, I'm trading. Now, if I'm a team, that l- let's say, let's say, where could he go? Tampa Bay. Oh my God! You put let's, him on there. Oh man! Let's say Tampa calls. Now, okay, Derek, if you're Tampa, mm-hmm. do you make this deal and then you're going to have to sign him at the end of the year? That's the thing is like you trade for him, you got to sign him to a monster, monster contract. Now, if Tampa trades for him, I guarantee you Tampa wins the World Series. Gar- I think I, so. I will guarantee that Shohei Otani wins Tampa Bay Rays a World Series. Oh, he would definitely be a huge boost, and he probably would help him win it. He put him over the top, I believe. Now the Yankees, they're going to be in the mix. It's that's just- see, that's my fear is he goes to one of these big markets, a Dodgers, you know, the Yankees. That's the thing. If you look at the Dodgers, Dodgers and Yankees prospect pools, they don't have enough. They don't. They would have to guarantee that Otani signs with them. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing. Shohei Otani is going to go to these teams. He and his agent are going to be like, we want 10 years. He's 29 years old. We sign him until he's 40. And with the amount that he plays pitching and hitting, he's not going to be healthy throughout those 10 years. Oh, no. Because he's going to command over half a million dollars. Because they did, they did say that he could be the first 400 or 500 million dollar man in baseball. Oh, there's more. There's the, isn't Bryce Harper 400 mil? No, he's only in the no, upper I, upper no, three. Bryce Harper's making a lot of money. But anyways, they they did read that Otani could demand five hundred million. Can you imagine paying somebody that much money? Oh, you're right. Bryce Harper sent a thirteen year deal 
Mm-hmm. Good lord! Why? With the, with the Why? Phillies? Why? Why? I don't, I don't know, Eric. Why? Because the Phillies are dumb. <laughs> Just like the Padres. Look at theirs: Machado, Tatis, the cheater, and who's the other guy? What? The Mike Padres. Trout, Mike Trout makes four hundred and twenty-six and a half. By the way, so four hundred twenty-six and a half. Mm-hmm. Four hundred twenty-six and a half million. Good over twelve God. years. God. Oh my God. Guess who's number two? Who's that? Mookie Betts. Three hundred and sixty-five. That's not worth it, man. No, he's not worth it. But he's a Dodger, so they don't care. See, and this is the thing: baseball. These GMs are so desperate for these players, they give them 12-year deals. Mm-hmm. Mike Trout signed a 12-year deal at age 27. Mookie Betts signed a 12-year deal at age 27. Mm. You're probably only going to get the next five, six years of them. Yeah, it's like probably till they're, what, 33, 34, that's it. Aaron Judge signed a nine-year deal at 30. Manny Machado signed an 11-year deal at 30. I mean, r- real quick, look at, remember what the Angels did when they signed Albert Pujols to a huge deal and he yeah. was in his thir- and he was in his 30s? Yeah, it's the same thing that's going to happen with these guys. They're kind of just going to stick around and be designated hitters. And, and like, oh, man, dude, I'm looking at some of these contracts. This is just insane. They really are. Trey Turner, 11-year deal. Three. Trey Turner signed a $300 million 11-year deal at age 30. Trey Turner. He's going to be rich for the rest of his life. Ugh. Until he's uh, 40. Ugh. I know. It's sickening. So, okay. Sidetrack. <laughs> now, if I'm a GM... I'm not signing Shohei Otani to 10 years. No. I'm honestly, if I'm a GM, like if I'm the Yankees GM, I'm going to Shohei and I'll be like, we're going to give you your 500 million, but it's over five years. A hundred million a year. I, do you think he's worth a hundred million a year? Oh my God, Eric. I don't know if anyone in the right mind is worth a hundred million a year in, in any sport. That's the only way I would take Shohei Otani. Good now, God. I'm a stingy GM because I know he's not going to be on that team for 10 years and be good. That would there's be the no, richest. There's no way in hell Shohei Otani stays healthy for 10 years. No, he won't. He had Tommy John surgery like two years ago. Just like I hate to say it, the contract the Ravens gave Lamar Jackson, he ain't going to stay healthy for that whole contract either. No, but at least he makes them relevant. He does, but the Ravens are going to be up there with the Bengals until that their quarterbacks are done. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I, I, he won't be healthy for all ten years. I don't no. see it. So there's going to be a stupid baseball decision by one of these teams, <laughs> and that's what the Angels are hoping for. Hey, uh, give us all your prospects. Yeah, you, here, sign them to, for ten years. Now, if you're the Angels, well, let's say they sign Shohei. Get rid of Trout. I mean, you're going to have to make that decision. You can't have two 400, 425 plus million dollar deals 
on your con- on your books. No, you ain't going to be afford to able to afford that. And it's just Mike Trout too. You got to feel bad for the guy. He signed for this team long term, and he, and I just don't. He's never going to win a World Series with the Angels. Let's just throw it out there. He won't. No, he won't. And I think he's got to go. He's eventually he's got to go somewhere else to win one. Mm-hmm. All right. What if real quick Otani to the Diamondbacks? Oh, dude! I, everything I said, just throw it out the damn window. <laughs> give him four. Give him thirty-year contract <laughs> for three billion. <laughs> three billion dollars. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. All right. <laughs> All right, let's everything out the window. You said throw everything I, like, I said out the window. I let's like go. Ch- I like how you change your mind when it comes to your team. <laughs> All right, let's move funny. it on to we'll touch on this real quick because we spent what an hour on baseball? Yeah, about 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, let's switch it up to the NBA. Uh LeBron James needs to go away. I mean, so for those of you who don't know, the SBs were just they were during the all-star game because who watches the ESPYs anymore? Nobody, but pretty cool real quick. Colorado, some Colorado peeps won some awards. Uh, Jokic, best NBA player. Jamal uh, Murray, comeback player of the year. No brainer for Jokic to win that. Murray, that's a no brainer. Uh, uh, Sheffrin, the skier, you know, she's from Boulder. She won, uh, what was it, best female athlete. So that's mm-hmm. pretty badass. But yes, but LeBron James also won an award, which was basically the best for the best performance of breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record, which was basically best record-breaking performance. And uh, he's he, wearing glasses inside. And he was wearing glasses inside, which is why we had that. Co- that's good. By the way, real quick, I want to touch on this. Derek and I can add poll questions to our episodes. We're going to put that on there. What's, what's douchier? Seriously, sunglasses inside or a suit jacket without a shirt? <laughs> it's a valid question. <laughs> um, Anyways, yes. But so LeBron James gets up there mm-hmm. to accept his award. I. This might be another poll question. What is this LeBron James a douche for what he said? Yes or yes? Oh God! Yes or yes? <laughs> yeah this is what he said in his his 20-year career that never seemed to slow down is what this article said this these and i quote the season ended i said i wasn't sure if i was going to keep playing which is bull you're gonna have to bleep that i know a lot of experts told you guys what i said but i'm here now speaking for myself They, they didn't you put it in their mouths yeah. In, in that moment, I'm asking myself if I could still play without cheating the game. Can I give everything the, to the game still? Truth is, I've been asking myself this question at the end of the season for a couple of years now. Here's what he said. The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, us, the audience, today is not that day. Oh, thank God. You're gracing us with your presence. Oh, what would I ever do with myself if LeBron James stopped playing basketball? I don't know if I could exist. (laughs) If I could exist. He then 
goes to put a fake crown on it. Oh God, yeah. And walks off the stage. Just and I'm gonna say this. I had a lot of respect for LeBron James early in his career. Not he now. took a Cleveland team that had no business on being in the finals, and they got raffle stomped because they had no they they couldn't compete with the Spurs. But he literally put the team on his back. He put the team on his back. I and I I even understand going to Miami to try and win. Mm. And now it took him a couple of years, but he won. Good not for him. six, not seven. Exactly. <laughs> then he then I respected him even more when he goes back to Cleveland and won there. And especially coming back from down 3-1, my hat is off. Yeah, that was impressive. I will admit that. Ever since he became a Laker, screw him. He's been cocky. Arrogant. Arrogant. You know one thing Michael Jordan never did was publicly go up and say, y'all are welcome that I'm staying. He did it on the court. Now, he said some stupid things to the press before. Like, he, he was cocky. But he had reason to be. And not he, saying LeBron he was, James doesn't, but Michael Jordan never went was, up and was like, "I'm being crowned." MJ MJ did it on the court, Eric, and he proved why he was the goat and the best. He Kobe did it on the court. Bryant never did that either. No, he he proved it on the court. He would go out. He'd go out and have an 81 point game and be like, "Yeah." And then after the game, well, how do you think you did? Well, I could have done better. How? What LeBron and what LeBron James did after he got swept is he tried to take the emphasis off him getting swept, which is mm-hmm. embarrassing that a better team destroyed you. Better team, uh, the, younger the better team, team, better younger team beat the older aging crappy team. Mm-hmm. Not the, like LeBron James, you could tell was just out of steam. He was tired. He had nothing left to give. So instead of taking that that focus and taking that, he flipped the script and said, you know what? I might be done. So instead of them, instead of the Fox Sports and ESPNs of the world talking about how good the Nuggets were and are, it's how, what like, is LeBron James going to actually hang it up? That's Mm. why I'm tired with LeBron James. That's why I don't care if he retires or plays. Who cares? Seriously, I don't care either. I hope Congrats he comes to being the all-time scorer. You're still not the best player to ever play the game. You <laughs> never will. No one will ever be better than Michael Jordan. Boom. There you go. LeBron James is a better, the best scorer of all time. He he is. He well, clearly, yeah. He broke is. the record. That's why he was up there saying the stupid crap that came out of his mouth. <laughs> he will never be the best player in NBA history. It's not gonna happen. No. Nick Wright can say all he wants. It's just like, uh, I hate to burst people's bubbles too, but uh, some people are like, well, I think Mahomes can catch Brady. No, he won't. He won't Mahomes do it. Mahomes is the best QB right now. Right now, but he won't catch Brady's uh, seven Super Bowls and 10. No. And just, Mahomes will no. be the best QB, the most athletic, the best athlete to play the position. That's what yeah. I mean, there's just certain players that come along and they're just like Wayne Gretzky, Eric. No one will be able to touch him, I think. No one. No one. I mean, the guy's nickname is the great one for a freaking reason. <laughs> and it's not that I don't think Mahomes can't reach the Tom Brady level because I honestly, I really think he can. 
He he could win Super Bowl, but Eric wins seven of them and go to ten. That is not easy to do. No, and I mean they've had what five straight AFC Championship games. Mm-hmm. He's won three, three Super Bowls. Yeah, and it's like every other year. Well, no, has he won three or is it no he's two? Won two. He lost he's his first two. one. Remember? That's right. So nope. he's been to, he's been he, to he's been to three. He's won two. He lost the second one. Yes. To Tampa. That's right. Um, so he's been to three and he's won two. Beat the right. Eagles. Beat the Eagles. Beat the Niners. There you go. He says. The reason I don't think he can is because I don't think Andy Reid's going to stay around for his whole career. I don't think so either. Whereas Bill Belichick is is still around throughout Tom Brady's career. Mm-hmm. That's that's the main reason because and like the. The, the coach, like Andy Reid's coaching also goes on the defense too. And like, they're, a, they are the best team in football. But I don't know if, if Andy Reid decides to hang it up in three years. I don't know if Mahomes. Is oh, I hate the Chiefs. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> and, not to, not, and not to say that the, 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 uh, the Chiefs won't be relevant. Like they won't still be good. I just don't know if the coaching is going to be there throughout Mahomes' career. No. Because Mahomes can do it. Absolutely, he can do it. Oh, I know. He'll be a pain in the ass for Denver for the (laughs) next, you know, what? what, 10 more, 10 plus years? Derek, we did it again. We're talking about something else. We just trailed off into football. It doesn't matter, but I'll be in my 40s and Mahomes will still be haunting me. Idiot. Will Anyways, back as, to LeBron. Will he be as athletic when you're 40? No, Probably no, not. No. But he can keep knowing Mahomes, he's going to adapt. But to sum up the LeBron James conversation, like Eric said, Go retire, retire or play, we don't care. All right, Derek, let's move it on to stats all that way. You'll never be Jordan. Ha! Yes, stats of the week. Uh, I only got three. I'll lay them on me. Oh, yeah. I get to go first. That's right. It's not only your segment this week, buddy. Uh, speaking of those... Speaking of the... Speaking of those damn Chiefs... Uh, since the start of 2016, the Broncos have more Super Bowl wins won than wins against the Chiefs. 0-15. I saw that. That sucks. How does that yeah. feel? Hey! How, how does that make you feel? Well, you know, I had high hopes that they would have broke that last year. <laughs> but they didn't. Do I have high hopes that they could do it this year? Because they play them twice in a span of three weeks. So something's got to give, right? No. <laughs> Not until they prove it to me. Real quick, here's another one. Um, this is ridiculous. In 2022, LeBron James signed a two-year, $97 million extension with the Lakers. On Friday, just yesterday, a Twitch streamer by the name of XQC signed a two-year, $100 million contract with Kick. <laughs> a streamer, Eric, is making more money than LeBron James. And all he does is stream, playing games. Tells you where the future of media is going. I mean, what the hell? How? Why don't why aren't we streaming us playing games or some crap like that? We can. Let's go, Derek. Let's get it going. Yeah, but then I mean Derek and Eric play Mario. 
for eight hours a day. I mean, I would, I mean, I'm, I don't play video games as much anymore, but if someone was like, Hey, we'll give you a hundred million. If you play and, video games, eight, and, eight and, hours a day, let's go eight hours a day. And we'll give you a hundred million. I'd be like, okay, I'd play it for 24 hours Here's for that thing, much. <laughs> this is going to be a little bit of a deeper conversation. You probably want it for stats of the week. Do you think that would ruin video games for you? Playing that much? Uh, it'd be, yeah. Because something that's fun becomes your job. It does. I mean, I, it might. It very well could. That's that's just, that's like a good question to ask some of these video game streamers, you know? You want to know my answer? No, they just paid me that much money. It's, I love it. Yeah, just lie, I guess. And my <laughs> last one. This is crazy. Uh, on October 28th, 1967. UTEP quarterback Brooke Dawson threw six touchdown passes on his first six pass attempts of the game. Jesus. How about that, Eric? Yo. Wanna talk about a stud? There you go. Your first I think six I'd hang it up for I'd hang it up for my career. I mean, pretty sure after that game, dude just had beers bought for him for the rest of his life at that university. Six, <laughs> six passes, six touchdowns. Boom. It's just amazing. There you go. That's all I got. All right. First one I got, the Chiefs, Derek. Oh, great. Travis and Jason Kelsey are both all pros Bofa. this season. Bofa all, they were both all pros this season. The brothers. They are one of three sets of brothers who are named all pros in the same season. Can you name the other two? It's got to be the Boses. Nope. Really? Not in the same season. I don't think Joey Bosa has ever been all pro. Well, Nick, of course, has just this last year. Um, the other sets of brothers? The McCordys? No. Damn. God, what other sets of brothers are there? F. Think older. Older? Oh, God. I have no idea. Hit me. Rondale and Tiki Barber. Oh my God, that's right. I forgot about the uh, Giants and Bucks. Okay. Sterling and Shannon Sharp. Yep, tight end brothers. Damn it. Both okay. seasons. They're the only other two sets, huh? Uh huh. Damn. I'm trying to see Joey Bosa's accolades. I don't think he's ever won All Pro or been named All Pro. I think he has, he has, but just not. No, he won Rookie of the Year in 2016. God, he's been around that long already? Mm-hmm. Wow. No All-Pros. He's been top 100. But no All-Pros. No All-Pros. Because Nick Nick just won it this last year since he Nick led the league the, instead. I think Joey hasn't been healthy. That's right. His health has been skittish. All right. What do you got next? Single season reception leader for the NFC South. Oh, here we go. Derek, who has had the most receptions in a season? Four. We'll get the hard one out of the way. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mike Evans. Nope. Uh, this was 2001. Keyshawn. Keyshawn Johnson. He had 106. I had Mike Evans and Godwin. No one's came close to that? Nope. Wow. They probably have come close, but haven't beaten it. Okay. Panthers. Panthers? Oh, that's got to be Steve Smith. Christian McCaffrey. 
Oh my God. Really? In 2019, McCaffrey had 116 catches. That's insane. Well, that was 116 catches. Mm -hmm. I mean, the guy is just, to this day, it still baffles me how he did not win the Heisman in college when he lit up the league that year at Stanford. East Coast bias. Uh, Falcons. Pretty much. Uh, that's got to be Julio. Julio, yep, 136. Saints. 136. 136 catches, yeah. Holy crap. Saints. Oh, uh, that's uh, Marquise. Nope. Colson. No. Nope. Is it Michael Thomas? It is 149. Yeah, that's the NFL record because the previous was Marvin Harrison. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas was good once upon a time. Single season sack record NFC West. Okay. We'll start with the harder one, Seattle. This one, I don't know if you'll get. It's 1998. Oh, my God. Michael uh, Sinclair. You're not going to get it. No, I don't know who that is. Yeah, no, 16 and a half. <laughs> yeah, who? As you would say, who? Cardinals. <laughs> oh. The guy is still currently playing. For the Cardinals? Nope. He's currently still playing? He's been on two other teams. Oh, God. Uh, well, it's not JJ. He, one of the, he was the recipient of one of the funniest plays this NFL season. Oh, God. My mind's going blank. Chandler Jones. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, and 19 can, sacks in 2019. Who can forget Jonathan? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, God, Vilma. dude, Jonathan Villman needs to shut yeah. up. I mean, that if you watch, it, God, the commentary in that moment when he catches so bad, dude, back so Jones, bad. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, my God, Vilma. No, you ruined it. <laughs> 49ers. Favorite team, huh? Oh, that's yeah. Gotta be, that's got to be Nick. Did he just do it? Nope. Really? Uh, Brian Young? No. So I'm going to give you a hint. This guy, this was 2012. This guy was top five pick, I believe, and was really good for one year. What the hell? Oh, uh, Smith. Alden Smith. Alden Smith. God. Yeah, he was. He had 19 and a half sacks. And then his off-field crap just kept him out of the league. Mm-hmm. God. Rams! That's got it. Is it, is it Donald? Oh, yeah. 20 and a half sacks in 2018, baby. Let's go. 20 and a half. From a defensive tackle. Yeah, defensive tackle, defensive end, yeah. Good Lord. All right, Derek. Number of playoff wins in the NFL for the past 10 years. God. Who leads it? Who? Give me the top five. Oh, God, I hate to say it. Chiefs. They're second with 12. Tampa? No, they have five. That's right. Brady was there for only a couple years. You're on the right track. Patriots. Yep, they're 13. The next three teams are all in the same division. Bills? Nope. The Bills since 2010 have four playoff. I'm sorry, past 10 years have five, four playoff wins. Bengals, Ravens? Nope. Bengals have five. Ravens only have two. They're all in the same division? 
God. Um, trying to think. Was we it just the talked about them. Rams, Niners, S- Seahawks. Seahawks, Niners have eight. Rams have seven. Damn. And then it's the Packers. Hey, how many of the Cardinals have? The, then it's the Packers. The Cardinals have one playoff <laughs> in the last 10 years. Um, the Packers, Eagles are tied with six. Bucks, Broncos, Bengals have five. Colts, Saints, Bills have four. Jaguars, Titans, Falcons, Steelers, Panthers, Cowboys have three. The Cowboys have three playoff wins in 10 years. But at least I thought about in the shower. Uh, Texans, (laughs) Vikings, Chargers, Ravens all have two. That's Ezekiel Elliott's contract thought about in the shower. Giants, Cardinals, and Browns have one. Listen to this. Lions, Commanders, Jets, Raiders, Bears, and Dolphins all have zero. My Lions. Eventually, that's – I mean, that needs to – I mean, I would think this next year that should change. All right, Derek, who is the most efficient passer in the NFL of all time? That's Drew. Drew Brees. Wrong. No. It's Mohamed Sanu. In eight attempts, he has seven completions for 233 yards. That counts? <laughs> Four touchdowns and has a perfect passer rating of 158.3. On freaking real. How does that count? <laughs> it wow. doesn't. I just thought that was really funny. That is pretty damn funny. Uh, I believe. Oh, wait, I got. I got one more. No, I got uh, two more. Most disliked teams in baseball. That's got to be the Yankees and Red Sox, definitely in the tops. Red Sox are eighth. Yankees are number one. <laughs> okay, I figured. Astros got to be up there. Astros are two. Yeah, of course. Um, Dodgers up there. Do- Dodgers are fifth. Yeah, thank God. Number four surprised me that it's not the other way around in that city. Philly. Philly is six. Who's four? The White Sox. I don't got any beef with them. Why don't people like them? The Cubs. I think are more they people there? like Cubs. <laughs> no, the Cubs are not on this list. Well, the Rockies on that list. No. Now, people Nobody people are like about the Rockies. They're like the Colorado Hoosen. Yeah, pretty much. All right, hit me with the rest. Three is Mets. Seven is Cardinals. Nine is Padres. Ten is the Athletics. Wow. They're going to be going to Vegas. They might get off that list. At least the Yankees, Astros are on that list, and the Dodgers, because those are three teams I do not like. So Quinn and Williams signed a huge extension to be the second highest paid defensive tackle behind Aaron Donald. Yeah, I saw that. He is the first Jets player selected in the first round to sign a second contract with the team since 2011. That's pretty bad. They haven't drafted very well. What do you think? <laughs> wow. All right, Derek. Vlad Guerrero Jr., mm-hmm. big hoss, who has the biggest legs I've ever seen on a human being. I mean, Maurice Jones drew like status. We're talking here, legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm is the first home run derby champion to go yard in his first plate appearance since after the all-star break. He's the fifth champ to Homer in his first game back. And who are the other four? Is his dad one of them? 
Nope. Ken Griffey's got to be up. Ken Griffey in 98, yes. The guy was insane. I'll give you the other one. One of them, Tino Martinez. You wouldn't have gotten that one. No. Albert Pujols? No. Damn it. Aaron Judge? No. Who are the others? Prince Fielder and Ryan Howard. God, Prince Fielder. That's big boy. Ryan Howard was a big man, too. Ryan Howard was a massive man, yeah. Oh, I got – well, this isn't a stat. I think this we'll finish this up. This is a feel-good story. Mm-hmm. Matt Nieto, former Avalanche, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Where's the number 83? Mm-hmm. This is why. Matt Nieto will never change the number 83 on his sweater because of the connection it represents with his younger sister, Erin. So he just signed with the Penguins. And it's two-year keeping- Two-year deal, deal, yeah. Two-year deal. Three, keep- two-year, yeah. Seven-year deal. And so he's wearing Listen, number seven, 83. Seven, it was two. Nice. Anyways, with the He's story. the first player in Penguins history to wear 83. So he wears it for his younger sister, Erin. Erin, 19, was diagnosed with Down syndrome and autism. She was, she's also nonverbal. There are 20 or so words she can say, according to Matt and Erin. Or I'm sorry, Mary, who is their mom. Mm. Avalanche is one of the words, is one of those words. Matt is another. In fact, she says Matt, Matt, whenever she watches an Avs game on TV. She can also say 83 because that is the number Nieto wore when he broke into the NHL with the San Jose Sharks after being claimed off waivers by the Avs in the 2016-2017 season. Whenever Matt, when Matt went over to Colorado, says their mom, from the Sharks, he kept his number because she knows how to say 83. He'll never change that because of that. That's dope. Old Neato paying homage to his sister. How about there that? Good dude. All right, I'm done. Sucks to see him leave, but... Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Speaking of which... Speaking of which... <laughs> Colorado Avalanche... Our boys... Have made a lot of moves. Yes, they have. So we, we talked about it already, but they already traded for their second-line center and Ryan Johansson from Nashville. Johansson. I don't remember if we talked about this, if it had happened the last time Colton, we recorded. Colton, yeah. Ross Colton. So yeah, we did. Traded. So we talked about those two, and that was it, yeah. They got their third-line center. Mm-hmm. They then signed Miles Wood from New Jersey, I believe. The Devils, yes. For a six-year, $2.5 million deal. And from what I heard, the only reason, the only way they could have signed him is if they did sign a two-and-a-half-year deal. Mm. Or I'm sorry, a six-year deal to two-and-a-half is the only way they were going to get him down to that number. Then they sign a reclamation project in Jonathan Drouin to a one-year bet minimum, basically, $825,000. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the Jonathan Drouin deal. So for those of you who don't know, when Nathan McKinnon was setting records in the Canadian Hockey League, Hmm. he was on the Saskatoon Mooseheads or something like that. It sounds familiar, yeah. The developmental team, yeah. Yeah. um, I'm trying to find it so I can figure it out. But uh, he – Halifax Mooseheads, that's it. (laughs) <laughs> Halifax he, Mooseheads. He played for them in the QMJHL. Quebec Minor Junior Hockey League. Got it. <laughs> What's with that? Man, you're going to give yourself whiplash, hip whip in your head. 
<laughs> he, in 58 games, put up 78 points. Damn. And, and that was his first year. In his second year, in 44 games played, put up 75 points. Pretty good. His winger, who put up basically the same amount of points, was Jonathan Druin. So the ads are taking a bit of a chance on this guy because Jonathan Druin has not had a stellar NHL career. No. Yeah, I looked up his numbers when we uh, signed him, and I was like, oh, yeah. oh, boy. Yeah. So the reason they were able to sign him is because he hadn't done anything. <laughs> but he's being paired up with Nathan McKinnon. You mean he, he might get that mojo and chemistry again, yeah? That's what so, they're hoping for, the spark in a bo- uh, spark. These, this is, <laughs> so in, since 2014, 2015, when they were both drafted, McKinnon was drafted one, Bofa. by the way. Bofa. And uh, Druin was drafted third. Wow. In 70 games in his first year, Druin scored four goals and 28 assists. Not good. Ugh. 2015, he only played in 21 games, four goals, six assists. Mm. Then he broke out. 2016, 2017, 21 goals, 32 assists. Pretty good. 73 games. 77 games. He then was traded to Montreal, or I think he left in free agency. Mm-hmm. 77 games, 13 goals, 33 assists. All right. Decent. 81 games, 18 goals, 35 assists. Fine. Yeah. In COVID, 2019, 2020, seven goals, eight assists in 27 games. It's fine. This is where things get nasty. In 2020, 2021, 44 games, two goals, 21 assists. Next season, 34 games, six goals, 14 assists. And then last year, 58 games, two goals, 27 assists. Ouch. So the reason for that is he's had off-the-ice issues. Yes. And he's been injured. The off the ice issues are him being in the spotlight in Montreal and people telling him he sucks, basically. So he overreacted. <laughs> probably had a, probably threw down a couple cold ones. I'm, I'm sure. I'm gonna too. say this with the abs. They wouldn't have signed this guy if one Nathan McKinnon wasn't on board. Oh, I'm sure he vouched for it and he said, Hey, you know, I'll keep him on the right, you know, straight narrow path, possibly possibly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they would have signed this if you wouldn't fit in with the system and they wouldn't get the best out of him. Yes. Yeah. So, what, if, what, what if you sign him to this and he comes in and he's just lightning? You then for one season while you're waiting for Landis Cock to come back, he's, oh, he's a, man. he's a, he's a be, gem. That'd be great. And, knock on wood. If Landis Cock doesn't come back, you found your, you found his replacement. Now he's not oh. the same player as Landis Cog. No. But he's skill-based. He's a great passer. So these are the stats with McKinnon when he played with McKinnon. 49 games, 41 goals, 64 assists. And then 46 games, 29 goals, 79 assists. Those <laughs> now, they're playing Bring that to Colorado, buddy. That, he's not going to do that. I know, but if he did, Eric, my God. But if he puts up 50 points, done. Great. That'd be great. great, year, great Fantastic. Season. That, that's what they need. So that I, I like this signing. It's a risk, but it's also a risk that's win-win. Risk high, with a high reward. High risk, high reward. Uh-huh. 
but let's I'd say low risk, high reward. Because let's say he doesn't work out. You go get somebody at the trade deadline. That's true. And then you only sign him to a one year deal. And, and it's if not it, even and that if it's much. gold, if if you if you find a hidden gem in him, you can re-sign him. Well, he's gonna demand a lot of money. I don't know if they'll have it. Mm-hmm. But then you get a great season out of him, and potentially you'll be in play for a Stanley Cup. Which they are favorites, which is funny, I think, because Vegas won and right or right as soon as the new polls came out, they asked for favorites. <laughs> oh, and by the way, while he was in his Tampa years, he was in and out of the uh, minor leagues. That's why he didn't have as many games. Makes sense. He killed it in the AHL, by the way. But uh, I, I look at this as just like the abs are like, they have to kind of do this. They have to experiment and see what they can get. I mean, you can't replace a player with caliber that Landy had. You just can't. No, and I'm glad you brought that up. So they, I want to compare what the abs are doing to Moneyball. You know, you know the movie Moneyball. Moneyball, yeah. Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill, yep. What was the big point of that movie? Was they were losing Jason Giambi, right? Like there were yep. other people, but it was Jason Giambi. Yes. And the big question that Billy Bean kept asking is, we how do we replace Jason Giambi? They couldn't go out and sign a player because they couldn't afford it. Yep. And even if they did sign a player, they weren't going to get someone as good as Giambi. Mm-hmm. So it was how do we replace him in the aggregate? They went out and they got players, three players, who did what he did best, get on base, right? Yep. So the Avs, what they have done in the aggregate to replace Landis Cog is get Drouin to hopefully do the point production, Ross Colton to push the net, and Ryan Johansson to sit in front of the net and get rebounds. You think Those they watch are three it? things that, that Gabe Landis Cog does extremely well. You think now, they watch guys, that movie and they're like, hey, let's go do what they did? Anybody who's in sports probably watching Moneyball. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But they have filled positions that Landis Cog did. Damn. Now, not as good as Landis Cog. Don't get me wrong. Oh, hell no. When Landis Cog is healthy, he's the, the, the pecking order of this team is uh, they're unstoppable. It, it's McKinnon, McCarr, Car- Branson, and Landis Cog. Yep. That's how good he is. Oh, yeah. But what they have done is brilliant. And it's one cheaper. Because they're not like Ross Colton, they're in um, arbitration with him right now. But yeah. he's probably but he's probably gonna get three and a half. Mm-hmm. I-, I love what they've done. They and they they realized from that that uh Kraken series, besides well, injuries, injuries did play a major factor into it. Big time, but they just needed another center badly, so badly. But also. Their second, third, and fourth, they the Kraken were terrified when McKinnon and Rantanen were on the ice. They yeah, couldn't they stop them. Nope. They could not stop them. Nobody really cared. But they weren't tough enough because the, the back end of that lineup wasn't big or strong. They were skill-based. JT Comfort got pushed around in that series, and he went off to make $5.5 million in Detroit. Which, by the way, Detroit signed like an extra 10 players to their roster. They're not going to win anything. No, they're not. 
Anywho. Real quick, too. What do you think about uh, Johnson and Cogliano coming back, too? Depth. Fine. Yeah. How about I mean, Eric Johnson leaving, though, for what, 12 years here for and he left? Yeah, he, the Avs were like, hey, we're going to move on. Actually, yeah. if you get the chance, go on to Spotify and Altitude Sports Radio. They did an interview with Johnson for like a half an hour. Brilliant oh. interview. And it was just for him to say goodbye. And like he, he's like, look, I understand, but Denver's my home. I'll be back. I just I'm gonna go did to you, Buffalo for a year. Did, did you know he was the longest tenured player here in the state? Mm-hmm. And now that goes to Charlie Blackman on the Rockies. Yep. How about that? Um. But like the Avs have done exactly what I said. They signed players in the aggregate to fill in. Now that I think they're not done, I think they need another defenseman to kind of take. Like I like Jack Johnson, but he's a seventh defenseman. Yeah, he is. And there's a guy out there who he's not healthy enough right now because he had really bad hip surgery. But Ethan Bear is a guy I really like. And what a great, if, what a great last name! Absolutely, and if I, I think they could sign him. Who was he with last year? Carolina. There you go. And he got hurt. I saw your brain processing your blanket. I'm sorry, he was with Vancouver. Oh, the Canuckers, huh? Oh, yeah, he was a Canucker. <laughs> Would be even better if he used to be with Edmonton. <laughs> That's great. Um, but he's a good defenseman. He would fit the Avs system perfectly. Real quick, how about Jack Eichel getting a tattoo of him uh, in the Stanley Cup? Good for him. Connor McDavid, you know, has just got to be just fuming. Head's probably getting ready to explode on him. Maybe you should play better. Eric, will McDavid win the Stanley Cup with Edmonton, or does he need to go elsewhere? I don't think Edmonton will win with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl on the same roster. <laughs> I agree, too. Poor, so, poor Oilers. There's still a little bit of work to be done for the Avs. But for now, I, I don't think – I think they're done until the start of the season. because uh, I, I think Sackers Patrick Kane, did you job. see what he put out? Mm-mm. He put out a thing with he and his agent. He says, we're probably not going to sign a deal till the start of the season. Wow. Because they're asking for too much money. They want like $10 million and NHL teams like, yes, no. screw you. Can you imagine that? He comes here on the cheap. But keep an eye out for Ethan Bear. I think he's a sneaky one for the Avs to go out and get. He's only 26 years old. Young buck. Young but you said he's coming off a of bad, uh, really intense. Yeah, and he won't surgery. be he won't be healthy till December. Ooh, five months from now. Okay, mm-hmm. but he's another one. You said risk, high reward, maybe. Yeah. But that's all I got for ads. Anything you want to add? No, I got nothing else. Just uh, like I said, going into this offseason, they really had to do some work. You know, with uh, Landy, the news coming out earlier this spring about him being out next year. So we talked about it and said they they got to do some shifting and some moving to find some guys that can not really replace him, but try to ease the pain of him not being here. And I think, you know, like you said, with those three players, I think they've done it. Yeah. Well, and they've also set themselves up to sign Ross Colton for more years, like three years or so, five years. I'm just Johansson, excited. Jo- Johansson's here for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, they signed Byram to a two-year arbitration deal, so they'll have to deal with that a little bit down the line. 
Uh, Rantanen's deal is up in two years, but they also open themselves up to sign Devon Taves for longer after this too. I'm just excited for hockey to start again. Hell That's yeah, all. I just, especially this team, you know, they're going to this next year, Eric, who, you know, they're going to come gunning. They're going to be pissed. I, dude, we've talked about it. I heard an interview with Makar on DNVR's YouTube channel. Makar is pissed. He's like, I want to win again. I've never been hungrier for it. Watch out for the ads next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Early season prediction? As you would say, go Fives! Early season <laughs> prediction for the Avs? Doesn't matter what Dallas did. The Avs are the best team in the West. Suck it, Dallas. Uh, it, it's just true. It is. Barring injury. Which We're good. There you go. <laughs> we, if, you, if the mics didn't pick up, we knocked on our wood. Yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> Let's go on to – we'll just wrap things up a little bit with NFL news. If you haven't watched the show Quarterbacks on Netflix, I highly recommend it. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I have heard nothing but good things about it. So, as we said off air, Kirk Cousins, Patrick Mahomes, Marcus Mariota, and then is that it? Just those three so far? Just those three that are being followed. And it's produced by Peyton Manning, um, but it follows these guys They're throughout the season. Um, they they dive into where the hell Mariota dis- Mariota disappeared to at the end of the I, season. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> um, it shows you like what Kirk Cousins went through this this last season. Dude was hurt all year, and dude is just an old family man, man. Basically, if you watch Kirk Cousins, he's got like a down home Christian wife. Yep. He's got a down home family. Told. The house they live in Minnesota is just like a standard five bedroom house you see on a neighborhood yeah it, like he's just a dude he's just a guy that's but probably he how he happens to play quarterback i bet you that's probably how Jokic's house here is in colorado probably just a generic house very you know it's got and a pool uh, in the backyard, only thing generic. the only thing bad about Mahomes is that Brittany is annoying to listen to oh god yeah I and just... it's, it's 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 not her fault she's just oh god I, oh i couldn't stand it her and her brother, her and his brother, they both just well, need Jackson's to go away. not in it from what I've understood. Well, because yeah, he should be because he's a moron. Um, but and like I'm sure Brittany Mahomes is a lovely person. It's just the the, the, the way she talks, I was like, I can't, I can't do it with her anymore. Yeah, um, it's just but the one thing I wanted to touch on the what what Mahomes puts his body through throughout the week is insane. Like the the amount of like he took what Tom Brady did to keep himself healthy did the basically does the same thing, and uh, you also get to see like the caliber quarterback difference between Cousins and Mariota. Which Cousins, if you look at when you watch him play next to Mariota, you're like Cousins, yeah, Cousins is pretty good, and he he is a good quarterback. He is really good. It's mm. just he's you know there's always the joke he can't win in prime time. <laughs> Mariota sucks. He yeah he's not he's good. not very good. He's not. And you get to see it on full display. It's fun. But yeah, well, I've, 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 I I uh, well, no I was just saying I've heard that it is good and that is definitely a series I need to watch. Highly recommend. Uh yeah, another little NFL quick nugget. Uh, Philip Rivers. Breaking news. Well, not really breaking. Is about to have his 10th child, Eric. Jeez. Uh, 10. 
How do you make that decision? Like Eric, no, Eric, how do you remember all their names? Well, that's Antonio Cromartie's famous for not remembering his kids' names on TV. Well, yeah, because he's got 14. Um, also, Antonio Cromartie, fun fact, had a vasectomy and still had a child. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, um, like, that's like the universe's way of laughing at you. <laughs> but if you're like, if so let's you've got nine children, Derek. Nine. You turn to your wife and you go, you know, the house is too quiet. I think we need another child. I think we need another college tuition. Yeah. Uh, and another, you know, we need more food to buy. If I mean, you know, if I had to guess, I don't think this one was planned. Probably not. But <laughs> the way I've heard it is, is on the field, Philip Rivers is just a douchey guy, so arrogant, cocky, doesn't cuss. But I have heard nothing from some of his old teammates, like Antonio Gates. When Danny and Tomlinson, all these guys have said off the field, they're like, you wouldn't, he's just an entirely different guy than he is on the field. So I'm yeah. sure off the field, he's probably just a humble, normal human being. Sure. Uh, he's a lot like cousins, just Christian dude. <laughs> I mean, for the yeah. love of God, the guy doesn't cuss, Eric. Kind of, You kind of have to be to have your wife put, go through that 10 times. <laughs> Seriously. But yeah. It's uh, not like it gets any easier after not. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, no another, water slide. Another quick little nugget. Uh, Joe Mixon was on the verge of getting cut. I heard he took a huge pay cut, and so he's staying with the Bengals. Joe Mixon shouldn't be in the NFL anymore, by the way. No. Uh, he's, he's, Austin, a, he's a POS. Austin Eckler is still frustrated, so he may possibly be traded by the Chargers, I've heard. Which would be a mistake. Uh, Javante Williams. Says he'll Healthy. be ready by by the beginning of the season, so that is huge. Uh, and Saquon uh, Barkley and J- Josh Jacobs aren't signing their franchise tags. And real quick, something to watch, Eric. Are you going to watch it? Uh, the Jets will be on Hard Knocks this year. You know, I actually don't like Hard Knocks. I don't either. I, think I prefer only- I prefer the show All or Nothing or this quarterback show where it's throughout the season. I don't care about people who are going to get cut. Rogers, Zach Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett will be on it. Now, Zach Wilson, I'm fully invested in to see how he's handling the Aaron Rodgers stuff. But other than that, I don't care. Oh, hey, and then uh, another quick thing. Did you see how they interviewed Sam Darnold on a podcast Barstool Sports did? And they uh, interviewed him, asked him about the whole mono incident and what happened. If you haven't heard it, listen to it. It will give you a chuckle. I listened to it, Eric, to hear his story of how he got mono. It's pretty funny. I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> no, it's 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 pretty damn funny. You should hear it. Because, like, that's, like, the first thing. Like, all right, Sam, thanks for coming on the show. They're like, uh, you know, he's like, people made memes about you having mono, and he chuckled about it. And they're like, what exactly? He's like, all right, well, I'll tell you. And he tells the story, and it's it's pretty damn funny. So if you haven't listened to it, please do. You'll laugh at it, because I do. All right, all right well, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for tuning in. Talked a lot of baseball today, didn't we? We sure did. All right. I'm Derek. That's Eric. We'll see you next time. That's right. I switched their names. What you going to do? Hey! Peace. Nice to meet you. Where you been? I could show you incredible things. Magic, madness, heaven, sin. Saw you there and I thought, oh my God, look at that face. You look like my next mistake.